check out We Are Calvin football podcast in association with McAvoy's Super Value, Virginia. Real food, real people. Try Super Value's own range in store today. Quality products at one third the price of branded labels. McAvoy's Super Value, Virginia. Supporting local. We are Cavan Podcast, because Cavan's not just a place, it's a people. Very good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another edition of the McAvoy Super Value GA Podcast, brought to you by We Are Cavan. On today's show, we're going to be revealing our nominations or your nominations for the Kiko Sports All-Stars team for 2023 uh, championship performances are most important and we'll be going through all of those nominations so 45 uh, players have been nominated they'll be invited to come to the um, All-Stars Awards Night in Pius's Polo Grounds on the 18th of November um, and we'll also be uh, looking ahead to the Coot Hill uh, Horlers playing in the Ulster semi-final this Saturday afternoon over in Ballyshannon as they take on the Fermanagh champions um, Aaron Gales from Balik. Um and we'll look a little bit back over the game with Kalibi we'll hear from the manager uh, Michal Boyle as always I'm joined by the sports editor of the Anglo-Celt Paul Fitzpatrick um, Paul do you know what these these uh, awards and these all-stars Whittling down is never ever easy to to whittle down from what are we talking about six hundred seven hundred players down to forty five. It's not easy. It's not easy, Damien. Yeah, I I don't envy the all star selectors and people always give out about the national all stars that they're heavily weighted towards the latter end of the championship. But doing this, I can see why that is. You know, um, there's recency bias to play. That's the big buzzword on the pod the last few weeks. I'm going to keep saying it, mm. uh, and and also. Um, you're getting into the bigger games and you, you do have to weight them heavier. So traditionally the teams who win have the biggest representation and that could be, they might've only won it by a very fine margin and there could be nothing between those two finalists uh, up to that, but that's how these things work. So it was, it was a difficult process, loads of good performances from, from individual players, but I, I think we've got a pretty accurate summation of it. I think we have anyway. Yeah, I think we do indeed. Um, at a point next week, um, on the diehard service, we'll go through all the players who made, who were nominated, um, or sorry, who actually made the Kiko Sports Team of the Week, and all of the clubs that were represented. As I said earlier on in the week on the diehard service, there was thirty-two out of the forty clubs had a player make the the team of the week throughout the, the championship in Cavan. So a fairly even representation across the entire county. Um, but again, it's funny. And each week you're nominating players, but the most nominated or the most um, the most the club that had the most players on the team of the week turned out to be Gauna, who were top of the pile in it. So it shows that there's a little bit of consistency there in the team of the week each week. So it's good good that we have that uh, to to fall back and say it's justified when we make those calls each week. Um, Let's get into it, so because I know the people are, are are mad to hear who we've gone for on these and who the nominations that have come in, who was supported by the public, I suppose. The three we went for, so we, we basically went for three goalkeepers and uh, nine 
options in the full back line or nine nominees in the full back line, nine nominees in the half back line, six nominees in the middle of the field and nine nominees in both the half forward line and the full forward line. So we start off in goals. Who's the three nominees? Yeah, so basically we we've three players for every position essentially, but we are we are putting the half back line in as a, as one whole line, same as the All Stars do it, the PWC All Stars, uh, rather than a left cornerback All Star and a right cornerback All Star and so on. The full back line is the full back line, and that carries through throughout the field. So in goals, we have three nominations, and the three who are nominated are Nevin O'Donnell from Shannon Gales, Gary O'Rourke from Ballyhays, and Ronan Bannon from Garna. Yeah, three outstanding performances throughout the entire championship um, all making our team of the week at different stages so um, whoever you feel folks you want to get into the goals let us know um, get onto us on social media we'll be putting these up all these nominations on a graphic and we'd love to hear your opinions on who should get the, the nod in the full back line then the nine that we went for where this was tricky and there's a little bit of uh of contortion required there's a couple of lads played a bit of ball out the field uh, but they've played in here at times and we, we try to bend things as best we can while keeping within the spirit of the of the positions so you have a few out and out man markers you have other lads who spent time out the field but but again wore a full back number or played in the full back line for lengthy periods the nine lads that are nominated in the full back line are as follows Owen Harton from Garner Fionn Lovett from Crushalaw Mark McGee from Not Pride Favour Shehu from Cavan Gales, Park Faulkner from Kingscourt, James Brady from Den, Owen Clark from Ballyhays, Cormac Brady from Garner, and the Garner captain Ryan McGarren. Mm-hmm. Solid, solid full back line. All very good performances throughout the championship. And um, I, I'm glad we're not picking the final three because at this point, that's a, that's a hell of a hell of a competitive full back line there. Um, some seriously good performances. Okay, into the half-back line then for the, the We Are Cavan Kiko All-Stars. The nominations were? The nominations were, starting with Kingscourt Stars, Oren Cunningham, Caelan McCabe from Den, Philip Rogers from Notbride, Peter, Peter Smith from Crushalaw, Ryan Brady from Garner, Kieran Brady from Arva, Tiernan Madden from Garner, Barry Tully from Kingscourt, and Jack Brady from Rammer United. Again, a very solid half-back line there. Plenty of attacking ability. Again, so, some of those players, well, we, we, we did our best to try to put players into positions, but they've played in so many positions uh, throughout the championship. You couldn't pigeonhole, or it's very hard to pigeonhole them to one position, but we've had to do it for the purposes of the, the nominations here. Um, in the middle of the field, we, we only went for six, and we can only go for six, and uh, six nominations are... In no particular order, Ryan Donoghue from Garner, Mark McGee from Rammer United, Tristan Noah Kaufman from Arva, Evan Grove from Intermediate Winners Bally Hayes, Shane Miner from Lacken, and Killian Clark from Shercock. Yeah, solid midfielders. Only two of them will make the Kiko uh, All Stars team for 2023. Half forward line nominations are. This is a stellar line. Any one of these lads I think could, could play in the, in the half forward line for Cavan, and some of them do. Kean Madden from Garnet, Johnny McCabe from Arva, Matty Trainer from Not Bride, David Brady from Ballyhays, Michael Brady from Ballyhays, two brothers vying for a position, or maybe two positions, Kevin Boucher from Arva, Jack McKenna from Lara, Thomas Edward Donoghue from Den, and Kean Bourne from Drummalee. Yeah, all. I think the vast majority of those put on a Cavan jersey at one stage or another, um, but a hell of a competitive half forward line, and then 
the final line in the We Are Calvin Kiko All-Stars nominations are the full forward line. Who do we go for here? Very, very tough on this one, remember? This was tough. And we we, we agonised over this. We looked back through scoring tallies. We were trying to see who was scoring from play, who was showing up well, who was doing it uh, against the best opposition. And uh, we've, we've done the best we can. The nine lads nominated in the full forward line are Porrick Moore from Ballyhays, Dara Lovett from Killigarry, Paddy Lynch from Garner, Conal Sheridan from Arva. Paddy Lynch from Crushalaw. Paddy Lynch from Crushalaw, sorry. Conal Sheridan. There's no transfer rumours going around here. <laughs> you have the man killed. I'm going to start this, this line again, Damien. Yeah. <laughs> We've got Paddy Lynch from Crushalaw, definitely. Conal Sheridan from Arva. Porrick Moore from Ballyhays. Dara Lovett from Killigarry. Jordan Morris from, Gar- from Kingscourt. Joe Dillon from Kingscourt. Dara McConnell from Garner. Peter McCabe from um, Killing Care and Cavell Kyogen from Den. Yeah, again, lots of lots of firepower there. Um, some of the firing would have been going towards you if you started that rumour over Paddy Lynch going to Garner. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's the 45 nominations for the We Are Calvin Kiko All-Stars. They'll be revealed um, on the night of the 18th of November in Pius's Polo Ground. So all nominations are going to be contacted and asked to come to the event. Um, the, the commemorative All-Star jersey has arrived. I love it. It's absolutely gorgeous this year. A real emphasis on the star on it um, looks looks super. So we'll be posting that image up as well. Um, and of course, we'll be asking everybody to come and um, enjoy the banter. We'll be interviewing the lads who make the uh, the All-Stars on the night, myself and Paul doing MC. So it should be a great night. Uh, Market in the Diary, 18th of November in Pius's Polo Grounds in Kilnalek uh, for the All-Stars Award. We'll be handing out our Pius's Predictions League um uh, prizes on the night as well so um, we'll be asking people to come to that and there may be a few other surprises on the night as well so it should be a great night's fun over there in Kinalek. Um so best of luck to all the nominations on that get voting let us know on Facebook on Twitter and on Instagram when we post each of the lines who you think should get the nod uh, for the position Brady's Arva Limited Main dealers for Volkswagen cars and commercial vehicles have been serving the needs of the motoring community in Cavan, Longford, Leitrim, Monaghan, Mead and the surrounding counties for over 50 years. A family-owned and family-run business, Brady's are famous for their long association with the GAA. If you're looking for a new or used car or commercial vehicle, check out Brady's Arva Limited. They provide an unrivaled sales and after-sales service and are open six days a week. Brady's Arva Limited. Get on the winning team today. See www.bradysarva.ie for more details. Okay, um, looking back over last weekend, Paul, um, historic day in the Coothill Celtic Horland Club um, as they got the better of Kalevi in the quarterfinal of the Ulster Junior Hurling Championship. Sorry, it was round one. It wasn't quarterfinal, my apologies. It was the preliminary round um, against Kalevi. Um, but after the game, I caught up with the manager, Michal Boyle, for a quick interview. Then I'll be joined by Michal Boyle after a historic victory here for Hill in the first round of Ulster. I think that is the club's first ever win in Ulster Club. That is the first time that we ever got over the first round of it. As you've seen there yourself, Damien, it was an epic battle. Uh, look at we got... I think are just rewards there because the work and the effort that the boys has put in over the last six or eight months, you know, they have brought a bit of belief 
and you know have, we have quite a good few of the under 17s that come through from the 2021 to Tom Hogan uh, Celtic Challenge so we've a mix of young and old there and look at I think we're blending well but look at Every game is a bonus, but that was our aim there to get over the first round of Ulster this year, and it, it's 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 just fantastic. So it is. The honesty in the group, one tree down, you had to be worried at that stage. Oh, we were very worried at that stage. I thought, look at here, what have we, what has gone wrong here? Like we're going to get opened up here. But you know what? We kept at it. What we said, what we kept doing all the year was we keep clawing away, clawing away, never give up, never give up. And thankfully, look at we were we ended up going in at half time, pint up from being six down to, to be one up so look at the mission was to come back out there and try and capitalise on that but look at in fairness to Kalevi to put it up to us uh, look at their new champions in, in Armagh and look at I suppose the experience of last year and the defeat and the hurt of last year here as well against Sean Tracy's was something that was stinging us and hurting us so we said look at we'll give it all and we did give it our all There was a switch I suppose in that first half that, that really kind of got you going oh, Ryan Delaney's goal there it was, it was such a vital score within the game without that probably it would have been very very difficult now, if we hadn't gotten that goal there, Damien, look at, be honest with you, like we were definitely going to be on the back foot, and it was a terrific goal. Look at, it was there to be got. Uh, he put his, put his head and body in there, where nobody else had nearly put a hurl. And thankfully, like, look at, and that's true. His, his exploits with the county team there, like, and we have a good mix of boys there on the, on our team there, like, and look at, uh, it's great to see. And um, look at, we're lucky in that sense that we have the guys there that's coming on and they're still hungry for hurling. Great spread of scorers too. I know Dermot Kearney, obviously Dermot was, was, was excellent on freeze, but Thomas Leonard chipping in, Faker Hughes, you know, you, yeah. you weren't relying on any one player. No, well look, at that's our policy there. We do put in some work there at the free taking, but look at, we are at, at scoring as well, but we tell the lads there, look at with the day that was in it there, like, you know, it was going to be dodgy enough there, like, you know, try and get your scores, get in close, because it wasn't a day, you know, the wet's there, a wet hurl there, like, you know, but unless it was on, don't be taking a shot. Wonderful position to be in, looking forward to the next round of Ulster. Absolutely, looking forward to it, and that will be on next Saturday, where we're heading down to uh, Brewster Park, I believe, to play, I think it's Balanelec, I'm not just that sure, maybe Aaron Gales, just not that quite sure of the, the name of the, the, the opposition, but look, we're looking forward to it. We know they'll bring us their county champions down there in Fermanagh as well, like, so they're going to bring a big tough game to us, just like what we have after having there today. But looking forward to it. Well, more than looking forward to it, yeah. Look, at, it's a great way to end off the weekend. And can I just say there that part of the, the backroom team with Kill Camogues, who won the Intermediate uh, Camogie Championship yesterday. So look, at, that silverware coming back to the parishes, Cotildrum, Goon and surrounding areas. Congratulations, well Thanks done. Thanks very much, Damien. Thank you. Paul, what I loved about this performance was it didn't look like it was going well. They, they started quite poorly. Um, Cotill, they, they were one three was it just pulling back out my notes here um they, they they didn't look like it was going to go their way in the early doors but they showed great resilience and dominated pretty much the second quarter third quarter and fourth quarter they were they were much the better side once they got their rhythm um they were one three to no score down after eight minutes and then kind of were in control from that held Kalevi to a single point from that until halftime while Coothill rattled off one goal and five. Then in the second half, they they were asked an awful lot of questions to put an awful lot of pressure on the Kalevi attack to try to uh, to to curtail them. And Kalevi finished with three points in that second half to Coothill's four. So one, one both halves, deserving winners. 
and uh, march on now to take on Aaron Gales in Ballyshannon this Saturday afternoon at 2pm um, with the Aaron Gales obviously being the Fermanagh champions. Um, Brewster Park must be being done up or something that they're, they're playing this game over in, in Ballyshannon, but it's a great opportunity for Coothill. Yeah, I'd say you need to get a ferry to cross the pitch in Brewster Park at the moment, Damien, with the weather we're having. Yeah. Uh, we saw that firsthand last year in the Ulster Club in the football. Um, this this was an unbelievable win. It was a brilliant win. And just reward for the Coothill lads because they've been flying the flag for Hurling. Like, obviously, Hurling plays second fiddle to football in Cavan, but Coothill are one club that are really doing things right and they're putting a big effort in the underage. And most of their players are homegrown. Not that there's anything wrong with, with having a player from outside the county if he's in your area or whatever, but it's testament to Coothill that they were able to produce all these players through their own ranks, most of them, uh, or almost them all. And, you know, they've uh, produced a team that's good enough to win the county championship on a few occasions. And now to, to get a win in Ulster, like, and to do it the way they did it, makes it doubly satisfying, I'd imagine, for the, for the Celtics, because, as you said, they fell five or six points down at the start. And, and you're looking at it going, you know, same old story, you know, slow start and maybe make a bit of a, a bit of a rally then, take a bad luck off it, but uh, might get the job done. We've seen that a lot over the years with Cavan teams in football and Harlan going into provincial competitions. And Cunhill just didn't go for that at all. They said, No, we're we're here to win this game. And I, I thought it was a it was a fantastic fill-up for Horland in the county. And the last time I can remember a Cavan team winning a game in that, I do remember Mullahorn winning a game or two in it. Um way back. Jeez, it must be it must be about 2012 or something like that. Yeah, it's um, a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. I do remember Dermot Sheridan playing. I covered that game at the time and I remember Dermot bombing over a long range point. Uh, that's kind of my standard memory from that game. I think they won two rounds in it. So it's taken that long for, for a Cavan club to, to go and get a win again in it. Um, Kalevi were, I think Kalevi were the intermediate champions in Armagh. Uh, so they were obviously a decent side. Um, they beat Sean Tr- Tracy's and that who who were a good bit ahead of Coothill last year in Ulster. So that suggests that Coothill have come on. Obviously they've got John Carney back in the team there as a class hurler. Regan Delaney has come through now. He got one two in this game. And he got the, the win a point in the National Hurling League final as well. That's right. Um, and they probably have a player or two to come back into that team as well, I'd say. So great win for, for Coothill and you know they're gonna be looking at, at it saying, Why can't we go a step further here? Okay, okay, they have to go a fair trek down to Ballyshannon now to, to play Balik and that'll be as good as a home game for the Balik lads or the Iron Gales lads but um, I'd say it'll be a big travelling support from Cadill to go to that game and, and uh, you know why not they've got a win under their belt they should improve from that and I'd say they have the bit between their teeth now as well so big opportunity here for Cadill Yeah huge opportunity from what I understand of Aaron Gales they're, they're a newly formed club um, so obviously you have um, their name eludes me the from and the senior champions. Oh, you listen. You've list below list there. This below who make up the county senior team. Really, fourteen. For the most part, I think there was a there was a bit of a push for Manix. I know um, that fella, the corner forward. I can't remember his first name. He got a hat trick against Cavan uh, in the Laurie Mara final. He was listed as Canali at the time. Um, there was a bit of a push to to get more clubs sort of registered in the hurling and Fermanagh because you can't sustain it off one club. Yeah, difficult enough to as Cavan are sustaining that the minute of of three really, um, but you know yeah. Aaron Gales as a new club, you'd hope that they mightn't just be as well established as Coothill and and it'll all be new to them and maybe maybe Coothill will have that bit more experience. So you know, there's, we're not going to try and preview how the game might go because 
you know, information on on this Fermanagh team is going to be very scant. But I would imagine that that Goodhill would be in with a good shout based on their experience, the fact of a win under their belt. They are the top dogs in Cavan, and they've seen off like a Pierce Og really made a good go at it there for a couple of years, and and they saw them off, and then the talk this year was that these Cavan games were going to be really hard to beat, and obviously they had um, Nicky, Nicky Kenny and. Uh, Canis Maher as well, a couple of class players like that that had come into the area and, and had thrown a lot in with these Cavagates and could still, still got the job done. They were they actually I think that actually probably is what drove them on, that you know, that, that added competition in the county. It raised standards. So it would be it would be absolutely super. Imagine if they could go on and, and get get to a final in this competition or or even to, to get their hands on the cup. I think it would be unbelievable for Cavan Horan. There's a lot of Horan to be played before that day, I mean, but uh, it's a it's a really good news story. This, yeah, definitely. And what I liked about this Coothill performance at the weekend gone by was the the lack of panic. You know, as you said, six points down, Dermot Carney sends over two points, and it just steadied the ship. Then Ryan Delaney's goal really kind of led them into belief. But Thomas Leonard and Faker Hughes and lads like that stepping up um, with, with points, they were massive for for um, Coothill and and some big performers still, as you said. Uh, possibly come back into that team so I think they're getting stronger and I'm really looking forward to going to this game um, there will be updates live on Northern Sound from 2pm um, of this Ulster quarter final so we wish the uh, the, the Coothill Horlers the very very best of luck in that game and, and you can tune into Northern Sound to get all going on there so we'll have the reaction on our Diehards podcast next week as well uh, from after the game and hopefully we're, we're talking about another victory for Coothill in the Ulster Championship we did preview the Arva game against Ballymcguigan in the Ulster Junior Football Championship quarter final, and um, that's on Sunday afternoon. So if you want to listen to that, head on over to patreon.com forward slash we are Cavan, where we also look back over the weekend's action in ladies football with Aideen Coyle and Camogie as well as um, Kill were crowned the junior or sorry, the intermediate champions. Um, so a great weekend for, for Michal Boyle. I know he was involved in, in both. So um, delighted for him and for all around the Coothill area on those victories. Paul, that's all we have time for. I Thanks a million, I'm going to be disappointed with that, but I'm, I'm not going to let you talk anymore. Yeah, well, look, I'll, I'll, I'll ring you later if I need to hear your soothing tones. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks very much, folks, for listening to the Wacker Voice Super Value GA podcast. Enjoy the weekend. Yes, it was great. Yes, it was great. Yes, it was great stuff. And Larry has put it over. It was hard, fast football after that. You're in Carvinaza, yeah! Was there a feeling that that might have been a chance for Kevin to get come back into the big time? And then McCabe, and it's over the lap, and Kevin are not buried yet. Have them doing all they could to hold their lead. To Derek McDonald, what a goal! Oh, yes! And over the bar, Vincent Cahill, what a day he is having! Oh, this is brilliant by Kevin! Sandy-legged farmers walking the roads near Virginia. Hurrah, yeah, hurrah, yeah. <laughs>